Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you're looking for. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay. This week, Trudy and I talk about how there's a difference between being pushy and being informative on your side of a topic. And there's so many different ways to present your thoughts and opinions, and here's the right way to do it. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay, and I'm back with Trudy. And this week, we're going to talk about I mean, the different ways you present your thoughts and feelings. When you look at um, the three things you don't talk about at Thanksgiving dinner, and it's usually in religion, sex, and politics. And these are the things, especially politics and religions, everyone likes to throw their opinions at you or their way is the right way. Their way is your way is the wrong way. Uh, Obviously, I mean, the political battle we had, and personally, I hate politics. There's nothing that makes that enjoyable. Um, The past four or eight years, um, with Trump and you were either hated Trump or you loved Trump. Everything was like really pushy and aggressive. Same thing with, with religion. Um, it can be a thing where people are very preachy and pushy instead of uh, comforting and informative. And I, I recently uh, befriended someone who has really been comforting to me. And I've been in and out of the church over the years and and there were times when it was really good for me, times when I moved away from it for whatever reason. In some cases, it was just life got in the way. Other cases, with all the health issues my families had, had um, one of the most common things, well, if God's so good, why would he hurt good people? Um, stuff like that. And, and this one friend actually makes it comfortable to ask questions to. It, it's comforting when she gives me information. Um, she's not judgmental. I mean, any mistakes or sins or, or wrongdoings I might've done. She said, I can't judge. That's not my place to judge. And, and Shudu, what's your feeling on when people can be pushy on a topic? And like I said, those are, those are three of the big topics where you'll see it, where it can be aggressively pushed that their way is the right way. And that's it. And no ifs, ands, or buts, or the person that's comforting and will be informative and listen to what you have to say and then reply to it rather than react. Well, I think we all have our own perception of reality. So when people are really rigid in their thinking, it's because of their own perception and perhaps the environment that they've been raised in or the beliefs that they've been brought in that's instilled in them. And then they've absorbed that because either they grew up in a family like that or they read books like that when they were younger. So that's on them. And then I think it's up to the other person of, okay, well, do I want to take this in as them just sharing their beliefs, even though they're being pushy, or am I going to absorb this and be offended by it? So I think we, on the other side, have a choice of how we're going to receive that information. And the second part is somebody who's just like open to hearing you, which is more personally like my way of like okay well I might not agree with your thinking Jay but like that's how you feel and I respect how you feel even though that's not my view on a specific thing but I think everyone can be judgmental whether people admit it or not we all are and I think we're also judging ourselves in that moment when we do that unconsciously what about you and I kind of see it with like almost like a salesman approach to it. Um, when I bought a car a few years ago, uh, I bought the, the Scion FRS, little little sports car. It's the same car as the, the Subaru BRZ. And locally, the two dealerships are across the street. Went over to the Toyota, which 
which the parent company is Scion, talked to them, went over to Subaru, and I'm talking to the salesman there who supposedly worked for Toyota. And all he kept doing was telling me what Toyota can't do, what Toyota can't do. And well, instead of telling me what he could do for me, I ended up going over to Toyota and buying the car because they did everything he couldn't. So rather than being informative, he was just kind of like downgrading what they could do and being derogatory to what they can do. And I can see that again um, with those two major topics of like politics and religion, where you get the people that are just pushy, 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 rather than sit you down, inform you, giving you tools, giving you information to work with. They are, they are pushing their things. I mean, like, and one thing uh, my friend has told me, like, like she said, everyone's a sinner. So if we're going on that religious thing, uh, everyone's a sinner. And she said, there's no hierarchy of sins. I mean, in, in terms of the Bible, and I don't want to make this necessarily a, a religious episode, but as far as the Bible, she said, there is no hierarchy, whether it's adultery or shoplifting, they're both sins. They both get the same crime and same punishment and, and whatnot, where other people can be very pushy that oh, this is okay and this you can't do. And they just push their their beliefs and their opinions on you, uh, which to me is detrimental to what you're trying to quote unquote sell. I mean, if it's something you're really passionate on, you want to make that comforting. And even in the terms of politics, if you're passionate about I mean, Republican or Democrat, I mean, for Trump against Trump or for Biden against Biden, if you're passionate about it, you should be able to share that in a compassionate way, not necessarily an aggressively passionate, but a compassionate way and, and show people why you want to do that, not just shove it in that this is the right answer and here's why. Absolutely. I think exactly what you said, doing something compassionately or saying it compassionately like I could go on and on about the skincare products that I love and use. And if someone asks me like, Oh, what do you use? But I'm not gonna be like, Oh my God, you should buy it. Like maybe I'll say that, but like not in a like aggressive manner, but I know what it does for me. So I, I can speak from my own experience. Now, if you want to go out and buy that skincare product, that's up to you. I've already told you what I feel about it, but you might be like, mm, well, I don't like that brand. It's like, okay, well, that's cool. Buy a brand that works for you. I'm not going to push you to do something that's not authentic for you. Some Something I like to ask with people or ask them is, what does that do for you? So if they're talking to me about something and they're being kind of aggressive about it, I'm like, okay, well, what does that belief do for you? What does that do for you? Because I want to hear them. I want to deeply listen to them. So I'm like looking for certain vocabulary of like why they feel that way. So I'll ask more in a curious way rather than, well, you must be wrong because I could feel completely different. You and I could agree to disagree, but I still want to hear you. And I want to hear like your view on stuff because I'm curious. So coming, I think it's the intention too behind, behind it. Like, where are you coming from? You know, like people with a religion, like you see them stop you in the subway. I've been stopped. And like, I do, I do stop. And I listen, unless I'm like really in a rush to go somewhere. I'm like, look, I'm really sorry. Like, I really have to be somewhere. Um, I appreciate you coming up to me. But I will stop and listen because it's just someone sharing their story. Um, but I do not. I don't like aggressiveness, uh, but 
that's again, I'm only in control of my own reaction to it. <laughs> well, I mean, kind of, I, I love a good debate. So, and like I said, I, I don't, I avoid politics by all means. So I don't even have enough information to necessarily debate one side or the other. Cause I, I really do avoid it. I think it's, it's ridiculous how much in this country is butting heads with ourselves because of it. Um, as far as and religion, uh, again, I, I'm been very much more open-minded to hear what my friend has to say compared to what I was and even a couple months ago. Uh, like I said, I, and I've been involved with the church and, and have had a, a history of, of being there and, and having that part of my life. Um, for an example, I took a, a communications course and we had to do a two different talks. Um, one was more of where you wanted a persuasive talk where you wanted to basically sell you, sell your idea on someone else. And then the other one was an informative one where you're just informing one. And on both of them, she said, and if I hear one more reason why pot should be legal, you're not going to pass this class. Basically, she said that was a topic you can't do because everyone wanted to write their, their, do their speech on why pot should be legal. Now, personally, I've never smoked it, never did it, don't like it, been around it, gives me an upset stomach. So I'm a person that says, I don't want it legal. Not that you shouldn't be able to do it in your own backyard, but I don't want to bring my kids to the park to play wiffle ball and you're bubbling on a bong six feet from my kids. I don't want that. But at the same time, I'm the same person in the same breath that'll say, it's a naturally grown substance. How is it illegal? It's not man-made. It wasn't made in the lab. So who, I mean, some poor schmuck rolled up poison ivy and obviously that didn't go well. I mean, <laughs> one lucky guy, I guess, rolled up and marijuana and it went better than the poison ivy guy. So I'm one that says, I don't want it legal, but at the same time, in the same breath, I will say, how is it not legal? It's a naturally, I mean, if someone all of a sudden decides to roll up iceberg lettuce and finds out it gives you a, a, a trip better than, than pot, are we going to now make iceberg lettuce legal? So I, I'm <laughs> one that can sit there and have a good conversation and inform people of, of my thoughts, but not be pushy. And that's what I think would make everything from religion to politics, to sex talks, to everything that if we just inform each other and communicate with each other, I think across the board, things would, would definitely be going better. Right. So you sound like you're open-minded about listening to different perspectives, but still having your own decision on it. So it's like, okay, well, I can understand that, okay, it's a naturally grown substance, but I wouldn't want my kids to do it. But you see both sides. And I think that's like a wonderful way to go about it. Because to that teacher, one, I would say, you know, well, if person A is smoking pot, how is that affecting you? How is their decision affecting you? How are you involved in the situation? Whereas you might not want to smoke it, and that's absolutely okay. You might not want it around your family, around your kids. But if somebody else is doing it, what effect is that having on your life? Just like, for example, gay marriage. I'm all for gay marriage. I have gay friends. I'm all for love is love. And if two people are happy, what is that doing for your life? Like, how is that? How is two people in same sex marriage affecting you in any way? Are they living in your house? Are they like 
hanging out with you all the time, even if they are, like, how is their personal relationship affecting your life? So it's like really bringing it back to the person, like, how is this affecting me? Is this directly affecting me? Now, I have my own views on like the news, for example, and I'm probably gonna get a lot of rap for this. I feel like 98% of the news is fake. Why do I feel that way? Because I feel like it's only there to install fear in your mind. Now, is fear something I want to feel every day in my life? No. So am I going to turn on the news every day to watch it? No. Now, somebody else might be like, oh, well, you're uneducated and you don't know like this or that. And sure, okay, you can feel that way and you can think that way. But at the end of the day, my mind is what I have to, I have every day with me. So it is my decision of whether I want to watch the news or not. Now, does that affect you in any way, Jay, if I watch the news or not? Uh, I mean, uh, obviously you watching the news or not watching it or me watching or not watching. Um, and the whole argument about news being fake, I think news is one-sided. I, I, I'm, I'm guessing that it's it's accurate and it's true, but it's only half of the story. It's not the other half. It's the half that is going to support your argument. And, and there you see that with a lot of cases. I mean, I was actually talking to, to Shannon, the exercise physiologist I did my rehab with. I said, how are you supposed to know what, what is right and what is wrong? I go on YouTube and I look up a video on, on the proper way of doing a deadlift. And one guy's saying it's strictly lift and hinge. Another guy's saying, okay, from the, the ground to your knees, it's basically the same form as a squat. Once you get to your knees, other guys saying, no, it's not a squat. You don't do it this way yet. Both guys have their degrees and both guys have their certifications and both guys are physically fit and in shape. It's like, so which one do you, do you go with? I mean, one guy says, you, you got to eat only egg whites. Another guy saying, no, but the cholesterol that's in the yolk is, is really good for you. You should, you shouldn't eliminate that. You're missing some of the top proteins you can get. So it's like, which one's right? Which one's wrong? I mean, you get in vegans or vegetarians that say, well, animal meat's not good for you. And where do you think they get their nutrients from? They get their nutrients from plants. So how can you say plant protein isn't good for you? And other people say, and so it's like, who am I supposed to believe? I mean, all of it, is true, but you're only using those tiny little bite-sized pieces to support your argument. And I think that's the case. I don't think any of the news is fake news. I think it's just all incomplete news. We're only given, and, and that's a lot of the cases when you get that pushy, preachy person, whether it be politics, religion, or whatnot, it's they're given their incomplete information to sell you on what they have instead of informing you on the whole package and then letting you make the decision. Right, but what is truth? What is truth? Because what we see, okay, science doesn't lie, right? So that's, you can believe science or math because <laughs> that doesn't lie. But as far as news, sure, like some of it might be like, okay, yes, COVID is happening, obviously. But the numbers, where are the numbers coming from? Who do I trust with the numbers? How do I know that those numbers that they're telling us on the news are real? Do I have a fact sheet in front of me that says, okay, th these are the numbers that are coming in, but who are they coming in from? So I have questions about all of that. Nothing, okay, maybe saying like all news is fake is not the right thing, but I think there's always something bigger going on. For example, as soon as 
World War, quote unquote, three started with a war with like Ukraine and Russia, oh, all of a sudden the mask mandate has been dropped as soon as that starts. So I always feel like there's something, there's a movie called Now You See Me. And I remember our mentor talking about it. He's like, watch that movie. Basically it's about like these magicians. So they're doing a trick, right? But behind that, there's a bigger plan going on. So they're distracting you with, okay, like pick a card. Now, was this your card? And then behind that is a billboard with your card number. So there's always something bigger happening behind the scenes, but you're only being shown what they want you to see. So that that's my view, my own personal view on the news. Now, my consciousness. I'm, I'm just going to say, can I say something quickly? You, you kind of mentioned the mask mandate and how it kind of lined up with the with the war. Yeah. Okay. You said you don't follow news. Do you follow sports at all? No. <laughs> okay. Well, were you talking about the mask mandate in New York? Yes. Okay. Well, the, the big argument is that the New York Yankees and the New York Mets are why the mask mandate changed. So Kyrie Irving plays for the Brooklyn Nets. He cannot play in home games because he's not vaccinated. And so he can't play. So now that baseball is about to start and you have these billion dollar organizations with the Yankees and the Mets, and they have a couple unvaccinated players, they put pressure on the city to drop the mask mandate. So their unvaccinated players can now play home games. So like, there's oh, another wow. news story on why did it come out? I mean, did right. it, did they have pressure or did, or did the top officials in New York just say, okay, we've had enough, let's drop it. Or was it the, right. I mean, the, the, the two baseball teams that, that pushed it on them. And so and it's also like, the vaccines, the vaccine, the whole argument about the vaccine, it's like, oh, you don't have the vaccine or, oh, you have the vaccine. Like what's wrong with it? It's like, look, it's your body at the end of the day it's your decision. And that's why I don't judge on that. So if you're like, Hey, I didn't get the vaccine. I'd be like, okay, like that's you, you know, your body better than anyone. And you're not listening to somebody else, a doctor or anybody, because you yourself know exactly what's right for you intuitively right so you can go to a doctor and be like oh I don't feel well and they'll be like oh let me give you this medication blah 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 but have they asked you oh Jay like do you exercise every day do you meditate every day do you uh, think positive thoughts every day have you ever gone to a doctor's office where they have asked you that before prescribing you to a medication right it's all I mean and that's the argument of I mean, who's who's running the show? What are we pushing in terms of? Is it does this guy have ties with the pharmaceutical company? So they just want to push this. Do they are there alternatives? Is I mean, natural medicine better than pharmaceutical medicine? And and people will, will push their their feelings on that. I mean, because you have thing. I mean, you mentioned how science doesn't lie. Well, okay, did I mean. God create man, God create woman, or was there evolution? And we started as a monkey and now we became humans. And like, I've had the argument of, well, you're not going to change your species. Well, was it a change in species or did this species just evolve? I mean, there's scientific evidence that looks pretty good to line up that this is how it happened. Um, and now, I mean, which, which way do we go? Who, who's, who's right? Who's wrong? And my thing is if everyone just sits back and informs on their opinions, their feelings on something, their knowledge on something, it would make ever it would make the discussion much more peaceful. 
Um, but everyone wants to push that. Nope. My way is right. Your way is wrong. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Just listen to me. And that's it. And like I said, just the, the case of, of religion. Um, I mean, I, I'll kind of joke about it. Just, I mean, if there, I'll apologize if there's any young heirs listening, but I mean, my wife and I have gone through the ups and downs. And like I said, religion was good for me at one point. I have a good friend of mine who's, who's very religious. So I called her up and having to do with the intimacy and stuff like that. And I mean, again, the, the sin and what's right or what's wrong. And I asked her about something and she said, just because I love Jesus doesn't mean I can put, can't put tassels on my nipples and swing them around in the bedroom. So when you, and it just kind of like, okay, but then the other person's saying, oh, anything sexual is taboo. If you love God, you can't do this and you can't do that. Where she's saying, no, that's not the case. It's you still can do what you do in, in the privacy of your own room and this and that, where other people are going to be preaching. Nope, that's wrong. You can't do that. Um, so if you have that person that can sit back and talk to you and inform you rather than preach their opinion, and again, not I'm using the term preach, which does tend to go with a religious discussion, but whether that be preaching your political feelings. I mean, I mean, Facebook now it's like every third post on, on your Facebook wall is one side or the other, a, a political a meme or, or comment or story. And I mean, it, it kind of gets frustrating at times that, I mean, kind of that whole, can't put- we just all get along type of thing. We're on the same team yet. We're pulling the, the we're trying to pull the steering wheel in two different directions. We are on the same. I think we can easily put other people in a box, whereas like somebody who goes to church and reads the Bible can also smoke pot at night. Like what makes them less religious because they smoke pot or somebody could be like a totally like hippie spirit, but they might wear a business suit to work. What like what? why do we put people in a box? Why do we put everything in a box? I don't think well, things are black and white as, as we put them sometimes. One of, one of my favorite bands is, is Striper. They're, they're a Christian metal band. They were big in the eighties. I mean, they're still playing today. Uh, and their name Striper comes from Isaiah 53, five by his stripes. We are healed. That's where the name comes from. It's under the logo where it comes from. And in a video where uh, back on the old school VHS tape, called in the beginning they were talking about the bit band and michael sweet the lead singer i mean 80s hair down past his shoulders he's saying they would get a lot of flack because christians aren't supposed to look like that christians aren't supposed to have long hair christians aren't supposed to play metal music i mean like you said why well exactly why do we put them in a box i mean christians aren't supposed to have long hair yet every depiction of jesus is a long-haired male so, I mean, you kind of contradict yourself when the guy you're looking up to has long hairs, but yet we're saying that Christian males aren't supposed to have long hair. I mean, so exactly. I mean, that same thing. I mean, you, you'll see the one with the doctor or the nurse that's covered head to toe in tattoos and they'll have their lab coat on and they're like, well, you have this person help you. Yes. And then you see them in jeans and a cut off t-shirt and it's like, well, you have this person to help you. Oh no, no, no. Well, it's the same person. Why do, I mean, people would ask me, why do you let your kids have long? I don't let them have long hair. I let them be themselves. If long hair is part of that, it's part of that. And, but everyone wants to, to preach their opinion. And I, I really think if we just communicated more again, when you do it with passion, you can be aggressive. When you do it with compassion, it's more informative and comforting. And I think if you wanted to sell your point on anything, if you do it with compassion, you'll, you'll get more buyers across the board, whether that's about your, 
religious beliefs, whether it be about your political beliefs, whether it be your your sexual beliefs, whether it's about and gay marriage or not, or any type of topic like that. If you speak with compassion and you communicate, I think you'll have more buyers. And so Trudy, to start closing this up, what, what would your feeling be on, on that and the way we communicate our feelings and our what we are passionate about? Absolutely. I agree with you on the compassion and just deeply listening to people, actively listening and not looking just to just respond. Right. You know, just really listening to people, which we can all practice. And I, I have to do that too. Sometimes when we're so like rigid or like, oh, like I just want to say my point, we're not really listening. Yeah, but when listen, you like let listen. the person talk and then you kind of just like adapt to like where their conversation is going. Okay, I'm listening, I'm listening. This is their view. This okay, this is them. I'm I want to know who they are, mind, body, everything, not just their words. And then responding with compassion, as you said. Right. Listen, listen, you? listen to reply. Don't just hear to react. Exactly. And, and, and that that's the big thing. I mean, and then from the communication side too, if you if you communicate and inform rather than push your thoughts, uh, I think it'll definitely have a better outcome in all directions. I love it. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll see you next week. Shift Mindset Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician and mental health professionals. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset. And also visit thepowershiftmindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset.